The FujiCast is an independent loading zone production. Monday, 25th of May. The FujiCast. Welcome to the FujiCast daily for one more week of lockdown. Then Kev's going to unlock the front door. He's going to peer out and um, and boldly go where no Kev has gone before for the last eight weeks. Yeah. Well, just because we're not doing the dailies doesn't mean the lockdown doesn't still exist. That's true. But <laughs> that's, as I was saying that, I was thinking, no, let's not turn this political because there are various people, of course, being doorstepped for activities like that right now in this country. Say no more. Not Kev, though. Um, but but it, it, does it feel like it's getting a bit freer, do, do you think? Do you, does it feel like... You know, when when we went into this, I remember you and I talking every single night. We used to be sat there. Makes it sound like it was five years ago, but but uh, eight weeks ago, you and I used to sit there in the evening and and look at the the stats. I don't even remember the site now, but we we well, you studied the stats and we'd talk about them for hours, wouldn't we? Yeah, yeah. It does feel like people are relaxing a little bit more, rightly or wrongly, but mm. you know, think that. What do you do? You've you've got to move on a little bit, haven't you? You've got to take guidance for sure, yeah. And listen to the guidance. And right now, they're still saying, you know, if you can stay at home. So yeah. that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And uh, I, I think we are due here in the UK. We're due another update in a week. Yesterday, so yeah. Sunday coming, we're due a governmental briefing. That's the three weeks, and so they will they will say then what the new set of rules are. And I suspect that's when they will they will relax things quite substantially. Do you think so? I might be wrong, but mm. I think they will because everywhere else has. And you know. yeah, and I mean, I read in the news this morning some fabulous news from uh, from New York. It, isn't it weird to say fabulous? This is not odd. Sorry, that uh, entirely inappropriate phrase, but it is better news that the um, uh, the, the the death rate has gone right down, right down, isn't it? Mm. Mm, and uh, and New York really really suffered. So you know, I'm I'm just I, I still my little brain can't quite fathom how you know when we all come out again that it doesn't just go rebound. But I'm there's far cleverer people than me um, saying that that's not the way it goes. So I'm I'm trusting in them. There is indeed, and let's let's leave it to the people who are clever and Absolutely. understand. Um, just a couple of um, housekeeping uh, notes. Um, the big Monday show starts up again on June the eighth. Can't wait for that because, uh, uh, well, we, we do enjoy doing it, and I'm really hoping, Kev, really really hoping that you and I are going to be able to be in the same studio and start those rolling again. Because that would be amazing. So that I'm um, fingers crossed, touching wood, and obviously keeping in touch with all the rules and laws and regulations that we we get to. Well, learn if about. not, we we can go we can go to a park and do it. Because <laughs> you're allowed to be in a park with somebody from the other family. That's true. We could go to a park. Yeah, yeah knowing an outside no, broadcast. Knowing you and I, we'd sit there. It'd be raining. <laughs> <laughs> Kev, <laughs> pass the umbrella. <laughs> I've only brought one, socially socially distanced. You'll have to get wet for the next minute. <laughs> so yeah, that would be nice. And um, I, 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 you know what I'm like. I'm a, I'm a bit squeamish, or, or or whatever the correct phrase would be, about mentioning the podcast awards. But we should, shouldn't we? Yeah, BritishPodcastAwards.com forward slash vote. Not yeah. telling you what to vote for. That's all we need to say. But you put your vote in for the archers already. <laughs> yeah, vote for the archers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, the archers technically isn't a podcast, you see. Uh, no, it, well, it's a, it's a replay of something, isn't it, really? Yeah. But, yeah. So, BritishPodcastAwards.com yeah. forward slash vote. 
do your best. Will do. What's that? A Mustang going past the background, or is that is that Git um, it, growling? No, no, they're, they're out on a dog walk. It was um, it was actually a. Look, there it goes again. It was a quad bike. No, oh, he's down the hill now. Yeah, that's the echo. What do you live in? Mad Max land? <laughs> quad bikes? Right, let's go with the questions. Um, hi, Neil. Hi, Kev. Uh, quick thanks for all the dailies. They've been a great source of entertainment and knowledge throughout a hopefully one-off crazy time. You bet, Peter Johnson, County Durham. I certainly hope that's what it is. Quick question. I'm buying a second camera for my day-to-day stuff. Family trips, holidays, you know the score. The Fuji X100F is on sale at the moment, and even slightly better deals than the Fuji Refurbished. Um, from Fuji Refurbished, rather. However, I see the new shiny X100V going, ha ah! The, the latest and greatest in the series. I know this new model does not make the F a bad camera and all the rest. However, which would you go for? In the grand scheme of things, you're probably taking an extra 400 quid for the V. So is it worth the extra for what it offers? Peter Johnson in County Durham. Well, you know, interestingly, I put a picture on Instagram last night. And because it was a picture of one of my battered up cameras, it got more likes than <laughs> most of my other I pictures. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> and it was, uh, I it liked was it. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, the question was, what's your Desert Island camera doing mm. this? I'm sorry. And you'd be amazed how many people said to me, what, why, why aren't you using a V? Why haven't you got an X100V? Yeah. And uh, and the, the fact is, I can't afford one right now. I couldn't. I can't justify spending whatever three thirteen hundred quid or whatever it is on a or fifteen hundred quid or whatever it is on a new camera. Um, so I'm actually not qualified to answer that. I can't say to you the X100V is better because of this or that, or whatever. I mean, on the specs wise, yes, of course it's better. Yeah, and yes, like, yeah. we did. I did hold it for like half an hour yeah, or so. Did, yeah. But that's not enough for me to to, to be able to sit here and you know, I'd, I'd feel very disingenuous if I said you must buy the X one hundred V. That would that would just sound like me, you know, being a, an ambassador, and mm-hmm. and that's not what I'm about. So I, I haven't used the X one hundred V. I can't really say that you should go and buy it because it's better than the F. I still have the F. I love the F, and it does everything I need it to do. Your mileage may vary. Well, since since you um, um, kindly invited me with uh, with those that are members to the Cargate Collective, the F has been at my side all the time. Kev, <laughs> you'll be delighted to learn. If, if if Peter, you were thinking of doing some filming with it, then I might suggest the extra four hundred quid is very much worth um, the wait. Yes. Yeah, I mean, on the specs wise, yes, you can. You know, we can roll off the fact that it's uh, you know the four K video. It's got the little flippy screen, and uh, you know it's got the 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 newer sensor and the new the new film simulations and all that stuff. Um, that's based on specs it's not based on real life and uh you know and those that know me know i only write my reviews based on you know actual real life usage yeah. uh, and i will as equally talk about the negatives of something as i will the positives yeah. and so um yeah i'm not really i'm not really going to sit here and say go and buy it because i don't know jury slightly out at the moment perhaps but um i, I if i could afford one at the moment i, I would have yeah well so would i, 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 I could afford so one, would. Uh, this one that came in actually I've, I've only just seen this message from paul timlett hi chaps yada yada great show blah <laughs> he's, he's beginning blah. to he, he's creating his own new um phrases <laughs> i was interested here kev's views about cookie notifications on websites uh, this might f- feel a bit unfair throwing this at you. Have you seen this email, by the way, Kev? 
This is one that came in about 15 minutes ago, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Without thinking I'd enable the notice on my own Squarespace website, although I, I also hate them. I've removed the notification from my site for now, but that doesn't mean I'm not complying with GDPR? Question uh, mark. Don't, don't tracking cookies capture personal data by identifying the, the location and server ID of the person looking at my website? After all, they provide the analytics, which are so useful to website owners. Appreciate you need to caveat your reply with a disclaimer about not being lawyers, but... I'm interested to hear what led you to not include that notice on the Fujicast website. Well, I'll tell you what led me to not include it. It's because I think they're horrible and a complete and utter pain in the f***ing mm. butt. Careful. <laughs> I hate them. I hate, 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 hate them. But and if there's a, one a, good I'll, thing that's yeah. going to come out of us leaving Europe <laughs> or the European Union, it's the fact that we will no longer have to have those ridiculous, uh, horrible pop-ups. I'm sorry yeah. to tell you, I think that's, one, on that's one, one, one of the things we're going to have to keep, I'm afraid. <laughs> what no it's a european directive and also we'll be able to have bananas that are not perfectly shaped oh. and cameras that can record video for longer than 30 minutes okay well, anyway other than that hang on a minute I, I, hang on a minute can i just come in on those two there uh, the cameras that can record for more than 30 minutes as we learned yesterday with ask andreas part two the revenge um now that that's disappeared we're allowed to have them uh, and the only thing that stops you recording longer than a certain amount of minutes is purely the heat dissipation of heat and the bendy yeah, bananas by the way that was boris that wrote that article when he was working as a journalist it was by the way absolute little, fabrication. i'll come back to the gdpr stuff i have a little bone to pick with you oh go on then uh i haven't listened to the episode with andreas yet mm, mm. and Gemma said to me this morning she said oh did you listen to the andreas episode and i said no <laughs> she said he called you a snob <laughs> i didn't know andreas did yeah exactly <laughs> something to do with dixon's <laughs> oh yes i know what we're talking about we were talking about the xp it was the xp isn't it do you remember when we were to i think we were talking about this only about a week ago and, and you said to me oh the xp they're the kind of cameras you get when you go on holiday and buy them from dixon's um, yeah. <laughs> oh. and andreas said oh, that you did sound like you're a bit of a camera snob with that <laughs> oh, right that's it i'm gonna i'm gonna buy sony's he did it he did it tongue-in-cheek though and, and by the way he did say that there was no way that it was going to have a that they were about to sort of in, invent a new one that looked better or, or whatever the phrase that he was uh sort of in line with an x-series camera because that that really was what the uh the person writing in was talking ah, about right. they want they wanted a kind of i think what they wanted was a waterproof shockproof bounce proof uh x100 for 149 pounds yeah exactly and that that's what we were talking about that it did seem a rather impossible journey which comes in a blister pack hanging yeah. on a shelf in dixon's at airport absolutely don't be a snob now <laughs> um, so, anyway going right, back, back to back paul's off, question i get off my snobby my, my snobby <laughs> shelf uh yeah so back to the gdpr stuff honestly uh, i i you're right. I'm not a lawyer, but what I hate is, and it, it's actually the, the the worst thing or the funny thing is, if you have if you go to an American website and they they're delivering these notifications to Europeans only because of this this directive. So if you're in America and you go to a particular website, often you won't see this ridiculous thing. Mm. But you go to it and the entire screen pops up and it says, "We take your privacy so importantly. Please click all of these check boxes if you accept that we are going to use your cookie, sell your cookie, sell your soul." be your soul move your soul everything else press this button i'm not a robot press this tell us how many pictures of dogs there are in these nine pictures boom 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 <laughs> and then at the bottom you've got press okay that drives me absolutely insane does i it, just close the websites down does it trouble you <laughs> does it trouble you i don't care i don't care uh, honestly i do not care and i, I do not 
put GDPR stuff, uh, those pop-ups on my website. What I do do in my privacy policy on my websites, which all they should all you should all have a pri- privacy policy, is it says in accordance with GDPR law, this website may may track your cookie data. None of it will be used for. Uh, you know, spam or sold or, or any, any of that kind of stuff. So I, you I do it. have a legal policy on it, which is very much like I might, I might be out of my depth here and saying something, and please correct me if I am wrong, but I don't think I've ever seen one of those messages on or the pop-ups on the BBC, for example, which is a fairly large website. Yeah, it's probably all buried in their privacy policy. Yeah, it's privacy which, policy. Which is fine. Yeah. 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 I hate them. I hate... Oh. <laughs> Should we move on? Paul Wright. Hi, gents. Still loving the podcast. Just wondering how you chose the web... A couple of web questions here. Um, How you chose the web domains you finally went live with for your personal or business sites as I'm currently in the process of creating my own WordPress site for non-professional use. I'm not sure if I should be including my own name or something more aligned to the style of photography I enjoy. Um, So what do you think? Paul Paul Wright, uh, a.k.a. Bylabog. Bylabog on iTunes. What has he got? He must have a podcast or something then. Yeah, iTunes. it must be, yeah. Bylabog. Um, I'm going to look that up and link to it, so it better be good. Yeah. Uh, I would say if it's not for business, personally, I would have fun with your domain name. I chose f16.click for my, my personal website because I never shoot at f16. And that was the, the funny thing that nobody ever really cottoned on to. But you couldn't put 2.8, though, could you? Because it wouldn't work. No, I did look. I, I spent probably a, a, a ridiculous amount of time looking for a domain name, but in the end, I went for f16.click. Ministry of Shadows came to me like a uh, a whirlwind on a dog walk. Oh, it was a brilliant yeah. idea, that. I, I, You know, when you told me that, I thought, Kev, that's amazing. And ever since, I've called it Ministry of Sound. I know you have, yeah. Um, but yeah, for the business one, you know, I remember, I remember going on a Jerry Gahonis workshop once and, and he, he was saying, uh, I can't remember what he called his business now, but it wasn't Jerry Gahonis. It was something else. And he was saying, look, you know, if you, if you're serious about this and as a business, ultimately you may want to sell your studio and you won't be able to sell your studio if it's attached to your name. Yes. Um, which is a very valid point. Yeah, Yeah. However, the fact is you know, we are shooting weddings in our own particular style and format, etc. So we are the business. And if we were to sell the business, which effectively means you're selling the bookings, the person who's going to buy the bookings will be shooting in a different style. So, you know, it's not it's not about that so much. But I get the point with bigger, bigger studios and certainly kind of non not so much personal photography. But yeah, I mean, if it's your if it's not for, you know, not for your business and something a little bit more quirky will be something easier to remember. Simple as that. Unfortunately, I would say Paul Wright is relatively common name, certainly here in the UK. So, you know, you, what, you, what you're unlikely to find, if, if people type in Paul Wright into Google, there's going to be a lot of other stuff pops up. Yeah. So, yeah, I think of something a little bit different. What about, yeah. uh, what about .co, .co.uk, .com, .net? Uh, I'm seeing a lot more .co's, just .co popping up now. Yeah, and that's, that's mostly because the, the rest of them have been taken. You know, I mean, I, I've looked at millions of domain names that are just dead. There's nobody on the end of them. The website's empty. But they're registered already. People back in the back in the, the kind of early noughties, late nineties, they uh, it was you know it was on trend to just go and buy loads of domain names mm. that you thought ultimately people were going to pay you millions mm. for. 
Oh, some, some people did make a lot of money at that point, didn't they? Some people, but not that many. Certainly, you know, not that many people would buy an ex- you know, a domain name now for a lot of money unless it was yeah. particularly branded. Yeah. I mean, I used to have MicrosoftSurface.com. That was one of my domain yeah, names. you told me that. Did, uh, were you able to keep that? Because some people clawed those back, didn't they? So legally, you can't have it. Well, correct. So I didn't. I didn't keep it. I. I had it. It's another long story. I had it because when I worked at Microsoft all those years ago, they showed us this prototype of this thing, which involved being able to flick pictures between. They looked like two little. Uh, you know those old um, start um, Space Invaders tables you used to play sat in a pub. You'd sit oh, down yeah, at the table. I love that. I tell you what, they're worth a fortune these days if you get those. Well, well, I remember Paul Allen coming over from Seattle and, and they showed us these two little tables and they, they were like that, glass top tables. And, and he would flick pictures from one and it would appear in the other and, and everybody was mesmerised. <laughs> and this was years and years and years and years and years ago. Uh, and, and he said, yeah, the, so the working title for this is Surface. Um, so I went home and... <laughs> MicrosoftSurface.com, <laughs> and of course microsoft never really got on with the surface project for many years by that time i, I the domain had gone and and just disappeared and and now is the MicrosoftSurface.com domain name you could have made a fortune kev no no, no i couldn't have because ultimately well, uh, it was branded so they would have just come to uh, me and said you own this domain name we're gonna take it off you and yeah, yeah. and i'm quite right because it's a brand that's that's their brand you know so that's that's fair and in all love and war. There's still an advantage, obviously, if you're a British photographer to have a .co.uk. If you're American, to have a .com. Uh, Australia, of course, have their 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 own. Blah 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 blah. Um, so, are you doing yourself a disservice by just having .co or? I'm not so sure these days. It used to be that Google would would uh, use the top level domain, the, the the TLD they call it .co.uk .co click whatever as a, an indication for where the business was directing its traffic yeah not so true these days however if it's one of the um more ambiguous ones such as dot click dot photography etc then it will need to do a little bit of digging around in your website and um, kind of profiles to figure out where you're based but yeah not so much these days so it's not yeah. it's not it's not a disaster these days to have because once yeah. upon a time it was very much oh don't do that don't touch that with a barge pole yeah, uh, and yeah. and you know you used to have to tell Google that you were based in the UK. So right. if you had a .com domain name, you'd have to go to Google, uh, what was then called Webmaster Tools, and say, "Look, I'm not in the USA. I'm in the UK." Mm. And you'd have to tell it physically that you wanted to target Google.co.uk. But you, it's clever enough these days to figure it all out. Do, do you think? Um, I, I also wonder because I've got some news at the end of the show. Um, um, the domain that I'm I'm thinking about for the particular show that i'm going to tell you about i was thinking should it be .co.uk probably not because actually i'm just as keen to have american listeners as i'm and, and australian listeners and and new zealand listeners as i am to have british listeners so well, I'm well then go for dot podcast i'm sure dot yeah. podcast is a that's is what a you would, yeah and, and i always used to well that was my conversation my next question was going to be well i think you've covered it it just it doesn't matter as much as it used to no but you will no. still have to tell google though won't you that you're based in the uk or does no. that not matter you at don't you, that, that option is is disabled now and webmaster doesn't exist any longer it figures it all out does it all right yeah right uh fraser young good day kevin and neil guess where he's from kev (laughs) abergoid (laughs) no where's that wales abergoid yeah have a guess is it is it close to mertha it, it's not too far away. Actually. Did you ever have a girlfriend in Abergavide or whatever it's called? Abergavide. No, I didn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> okay. but I played rugby there a lot. All right. Thanks to the daily podcast, chaps. It makes my nightly power walks less boring. 
By the way, have you ever thought about visiting Australia? The snakes are all asleep for the winter, so you should be okay, Kev. Here's a slightly philosophical question. Um, last one on the show this week, so stand by, Kev. Or oh, this, or oh, today rather. What what makes a photo? What makes a photo a good photo? There's a how long is a piece of string question. My take is: if my client likes what I've captured, example for weddings portraits, then it's a good photo. But what about my own personal interest photos? I think that if I like it, that's all that matters. Dynamic range, uh, bouquet. <laughs> However it's pronounced, let's not bring Blurriness. it up. Blurriness. Blurriness. Depth of field, colour, expression may may have a part. But in the end, if I like it, I like it. What do you think, blokes? Does it even matter? Max from Oz. Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't. In my mind, it doesn't matter. I always, I often say, in fact, I have it written down on one of my websites somewhere. A picture doesn't need to be good. It just needs to be important. Mm. And that's it. Well, can't work out, by the way, why it's from Fraser Young, but he signs off Max from Oz. Uh, it's, it's probably a spy. Probably a spy. <laughs> probably works for MFI or something. don't understand that. My brother has a cattle property in north northwestern uh, uh, Australia. Um, a couple of summers back, a rather large eastern brown snake, Google it, so I did, fast-moving, aggressive, known for their bad temper. Eastern brown snakes, together with other browns, are responsible for more deaths every year than any other group of snakes. Not only is their venom ranked as the second most toxic of any land snake in the world based on tests on mice they thrive in populated areas particularly on farms in rural areas with mice if disturbed the eastern brown raises its body off the ground and gets ugly quickly <laughs> victims may collapse like me <laughs> uh, <laughs> if, uh, venom causes a progressive paralysis and stops the blood from clotting that doesn't sound like you which may <laughs> take ma- many doses of anti-venom to reverse victims may collapse within a few minutes that sounds like a bundle of laughs anyway said uh, this one got into the farmhouse and they couldn't find it now i did think about you at this point because the other night when when that uh, what was it mayfly got into your place and you <laughs> couldn't find it you obviously went to sleep in another room but can you imagine that it was they having a having an eastern brown in your house and thinking well i'm not quite sure where it is let's just forget about it like you do with a money spider I think my the way I would have dealt with that is got in the car, drove to the airport and moved to New Zealand. <laughs> Thankfully, the local snake catcher was able to find it. Where, guess where it was? I have no idea. In a wardrobe. Can you believe that? Trying on clothes. <laughs> yeah. The local snake catcher. Imagine having a local snake catcher. What a great job. So sorry, Anywhere go- where there's a local snake catcher in the yellow pages. You don't want I to live. In there. No, no, I can imagine you. <laughs> <laughs> Does have a snake catcher? We're not going. Um, anyway, going back to what makes a photo a good photo. I think it is down exactly to what uh, Max or Fraser, I'm not quite sure what went on there, what what they said. It's it's entirely um, relevant to what you feel about it, isn't it? I mean, you you also, I mean, you, it's worth throwing into the mix here that you, if you're doing say competition entries or portfolio pictures or anything, then yes, you do need to think about things in a different way. Good light, good composition, good moment, all those three things come together. We've spoken about that a billion times, but ultimately, when it comes down to your own pictures or the pictures that your clients love, then yeah, absolutely, it's mm. just about the importance of it. It doesn't have to be good. We don't need to. It doesn't have to be pixel perfect and you know it doesn't have to have perfect uh, strobes on it etc it doesn't it just doesn't have to have could have those things of course and that could make them equally as good but it's just ultimately what they uh, what they like you know and and what's important to them for me at least and but but i've I've got to say though kev i don't think i've i mean your family photos are a work of art 
and I, I mean, I, that might might <laughs> sound um, like a lot of grandiose talk, but no, they really are. I mean, when you when you're making your pictures on holiday in Spain, sorry to mention Spain, you're, you're you do you th- you think you think I think in the same way that when you're when you're photographing for a client, I really do think you do. Yeah, I do, but I at the same time, I suppose what I'm I'm not advocating that you should just do snap, 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 hundred thousand snapshots, and you know hope for the best. It's certainly not for a client. But, you know, if you, if you, uh, I've got pictures, I've got, don't forget, you know, when it comes to the family pictures and of all the pictures that I I show publicly from Spain, there's probably a thousand that I've taken, you know, with my iPhone or, well, not my iPhone because I don't have one, but my Huawei that, you know, that are just family snaps and they're, they're, they're probably more important than, than anything else. It's, you know, it's just what makes people smile where do you put those pictures by the way where Where do i have those pictures where do they go because they're they're not the ones i see in your house and certainly not the ones i see on on, online no they go on my they go mostly in my lightroom catalog and i typically on my huawei i i take pictures with my lightroom mobile app and so they go in the cloud in lightroom adobe and uh i'm I'm a stickler for not having loads of pictures on my phone that you know you know when you take a picture of your dinner or something like that if uh once i've done what i need to do with it which might be send it to whatsapp or something then i I get rid of it off my phone right only the ones that i want to keep will go into my lightroom uh cloud if you like i bet you never take a picture that you don't somehow adjust with your lightroom app oh anything that's kind of going onto whatsapp or something like that unless it's for my my pub mates um yeah then i'll normally just stick a profile on it or a filter on it or even something. then dodgy dan and and big phil and and uh, whatever the other names i can never think of all those it's not dodgy it's not dodgy dan it's dan air because he's a pilot all oh, right okay it's fat oh, phil fat phil fat phil that's the famous one dan air is inspiring yeah he's a pilot <laughs> i flew yeah. on a dan air jet and yeah it's yeah, a, a proper company didn't it yeah, yeah. well that's how old i am um, I, and in the days where you were allowed, I was working with the BBC at the time, and, and uh, they let me go up in the cockpit for the landing mm, on a, on a, going into uh, into Paris. And you called me a snob. No, 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 not at all. No, there's the days you could do it. You can't. You, I mean, can you remember? Um, sure, uh, surely you're old enough, Kev, to remember mum um, uh, or dad leaning over and saying, God, can little Kev, can he go up and maybe go and say hello to the pilot while he was flying? And you'd, you'd, you'd go up there and the pilot would turn around and, hello, yes, uh, do you want to be a pilot, son? I've never been on a plane with my parents, ever. Oh, right. In that case, then, no. <laughs> Moving on. We used to go to Barry Butlins on holiday, son. Barry Butlins. There's not a lot of Dan Air flights going into Barry Butlins, are there? <laughs> right, that's it for another day. Oh, um, can I... I almost forgot. Um, can I mention the, the new podcast? Of course. I'm starting um, a new podcast myself, and uh, it starts on Monday. And guess what? It's going to be a daily um, I'm doing well. It's not going to be a daily like Monday to Sunday, like myself and Kev have been doing. But it's going to be a Monday to Friday show. Uh, so it's a shorter show than what what you've been listening to with the dailies here, um, because there's kind of snapshot editions, and there's going to be a one big focus edition. Um, it's like four features each day. There's going to be photography news, thoughts from a daily photo walk, um, a DM or a, an email from pros and enthusiasts making their own photo stories. So it's not like Q's and A's like I do with Kev, because I wanted there to be a difference, but certainly want to hear about things that you've been up to. And then there's a short bite-sized daily inspirational thought from a handful of photographers that are selected each month. And then at the end of the month, there's a focus edition, a long-tail documentary show between 60 and 90 minutes in length. 
uh, with an established photographer who has a life behind the camera to share. So that's what I'm doing. And it starts next Monday. So we end on the Sunday, I start on the Monday, and then the normal Monday show comes back for the Fujicast the week after, doesn't it? So, um, so it's going to be called Photography Daily. Photography Daily. Well done. Does what it says on the tin. Boom. And that's it for another day. Um, oh, it's it's um, our favourite one of the week tomorrow. Kev, Tech Free Tuesday. Tech Free Tuesday. Although I do feel like since we did the website podcast episode where somebody left us a one-star review because we were talking about websites, yeah. not that I'm yeah. remembering that, uh, we, do, we, we do seem to be um, website help support yeah so we, we, which is fine no website no website no. questions tomorrow yeah i think we've just about done the website questions now rick i don't think there's many left to be honest call your website what you want put on your website all the pictures you like <laughs> don't have those ridiculous gdpr things coming up and if you can make it a funny url Bob's your <laughs> you're done has anybody got gitphotography.co.uk yet probably Ooh, not go yeah. go sign it up now uh, see you tomorrow kev bye-bye the fuji cast is an independent loading zone production Goodbye, sweetheart, well, it's time to go. We're back tomorrow with another show. Well, unless we're fired, we'll talk to you then. Goodbye, sweetheart, goodbye. Goodbye.